I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss here in studio, Bobby Bear and Mike Dettelier. They're at the Silver Slipper in Mississippi, and joining us now is Saints head coach Dennis Allen. A little later in the show, we'll have Saints co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen Happy Halloween, Coach Allen. Thanks for for joining us tonight. And what a day yesterday was. Uh, just a you know, you've talked about a lot. Uh, you know, don't do the things that beat yourself. And yesterday, uh, you know, you, you you win the turnover battle. You challenged their receivers with your secondary, and you won the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Great win. Yeah, look, it was a it was a it was a great team win. And and look, it was it was um, it was good to finally put you know, all three phases together. Um, you know, there's certainly still some things that we have to clean up, but yet I felt like it was the first game all year where, you know, all three phases of the team played well together. And, and, and really we kind of won all the major, uh, you know, situational categories, statistical categories. It was just, you know, it was a good team win. Uh, Coach Allen, along those lines, if I could tell you right now, come Monday night, and the games in the future uh, that you're going to give up 36% on third down, but you're going to convert 58%. Uh, your opponent's going to rush the ball uh, averaging 2.9. You're going to average basically four and a half yards a carry, and you're going to be plus one, and you're only going to have 27 yards of penalties. Don't you think y'all going to go undefeated? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I wish I had a crystal ball because if you could tell me that, I'd, I'd take it right now. Yeah, because when you put up those numbers, it was almost mind-boggling, and it just shows you how it changes uh, week in and week out because the Raiders were on a roll. Uh, look look how prolific they were as of late. Look at that Chiefs game. The score was 30-29, to 29, and, uh, boy, and I'm thinking, like, boy, we don't have our top corner, Lattimore, and, uh, you know, who's going to cover Devontae Adams? I'm thinking Jamar Chase, and then I'm looking at Hopkins and all that. Well, but you had to be proud uh, 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 of what our corners did. Uh, what a Debo and Alante Taylor. Yeah, look, there's no question. Um, 
you know, I felt like um, I felt like this was the best uh, that uh, Paulson Adebo has felt all year since since training camp, and you could really see it. You know, in the way, in his confidence, in the way that he played the game, um, and, and then you know, obviously, Elante Taylor as a rookie, just getting up there in the face of uh, Devontae Adams and 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 competing and challenging. You know, and that's really like our defense here has been built on. Um, you know, winning the line of scrimmage with our defensive line, being able to stop the run and get after the passer, uh, and then challenging receivers with our with our defensive backs. And uh, I thought our guys did a did a really nice job of doing that uh, yesterday. Hey, Coach, I know we're going to spend a great deal of time with, of course, with Ryan Nielsen as well, uh, de- defensively. But Kamara, you know, really he spoke a lot this week, and we heard a lot from him at 158 total yards. 62 yards rushing, 96 yards receiving, three touchdowns, and knew he was going to get the bulk of the carries after, uh, unfortunately, that Mark went down. But just talk about and really getting into the end zone for the first time this year. Yeah, look, you know, Alvin's obviously one of our best, uh, you know, not only offensive players, but one of the best players on on the team. And, and, you know, I think it really means something when your best players, you know, they don't just step up and say things, but they say it through their actions. And if you just watch the way that he's worked this year and watch the way that he's practiced and, and you know, even specifically, even more uh, this week, I think he was probably a little more vocal this week, but yet, man, you could just see in the way that he went about his business this week and, and the way that he practiced that, uh, you know, guys didn't really have a choice but to, you know, fall in line with that because when your best players are that way, you know, everybody else wants to wants to fall in line, and and I thought that was awesome leadership by him. It was great to see. Now, uh, you know, Coach, uh, this might be a Pete Carmichael uh, question, but I'm going to ask you because fans have asked me, uh, what is uh, the sweet spot uh, as far as when you look at like your playmakers and how explosive they are, like as far as number of touches. I'm looking at. It, I said I think that was about right. Uh, what occurred against the Raiders. Because you have to look at uh, also as a pass receiver, not just purely running when you get your hands on the ball. But Kamara had 27 touches, Taysom 12, Shahid, uh, you know, he had it was two for two touchdowns, but he had five touches. You count pump return and everything. The, 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 you all get together in the meeting room, like you and Coach Carmichael, the offensive staff, and you all say, well, we got to design something. Uh, where uh, whether it's a half a dozen touches, a dozen touches, how does that come about when you're trying to spread the wealth? Because, you know, uh, if you're a playmaker, you want the ball, but how, how do y'all uh, decide on distributing that? Well, I think, I think each and every week we kind of go into the week um, and, and look at how we can get our playmakers the ball um, in, in different ways. Alvin, obviously, you can hand him the ball, you can throw him the ball, uh, really same thing with Taysom. Taysom, you can just let him be the quarterback and let him take the direct snap, and then right. sometimes you can let him throw it, sometimes you can let him run it, you know, and then we can use him in the passing game too. And so I think, you know, offensively our guys do a really good job of, you know, each and every week we, we, we have a game plan and we have different formations and things that we try to put guys in position to give them the ability to do the things that they do really well. And, and um, you know, I think Andy's done a really nice job in the passing game of kind of distributing the ball to all the different players based on the coverages that we're getting. And so, right. 
you know, Alvin obviously caught a couple of choice routes out of the backfield. Well, they were in some man-to-man coverages, and, and you know, he had a one-on-one matchup, and, um, you know, Andy was, 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 was good enough to kind of see that and, and, and able to distribute the ball to, uh, to Alvin and, and, and really to all the playmakers. Coach, stick aside. We're going to take a quick break. We're talking with head coach Dennis Allen of the New Orleans Saints, 3-5 and five after their 24-0 victory over the Raiders. It is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network, back after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss, Bobby Bear, and along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And defensively, Coach, it just felt like from that first series that your defense set the tone. There were no sacks, but it was three and out, lost two yards, and then they had a couple of short yard situations in the first half. Third and one, third and two. One was the Devontae Adams jet sweep. He gets stopped by by Davenport. But just even though I'm not talking about sacks, but just it felt like getting pressure, kind of getting in Derek Carr's face, just disrupted their offense from from the get go. Yeah, well, I, look, I think that's not uncommon for for you know any offense is you know it, it really starts with being able to control the line of scrimmage, our ability to stop the running game, and, and not allow them to be explosive in the running game, which they had been. Um, and then, how do you get pressure on the quarterback? Well, you know, it starts up front with being able to get after him with a four man rush, and then and then certainly, you know, our back end's ability to. Uh, you know, steal some timing on the line of scrimmage and disrupt routes on the line of scrimmage and, and allow the rush to kind of get there. And so um, I, I think that's kind of the recipe for playing good defensive football. You know, uh, Coach Allen, I know this is dear to your heart. Uh, and, and obviously, um, you know, it's, it's safety position, linebackers, uh, even a defensive lineman, a pass defendant or, or a cornerback. And I was a little discouraged with this. I brought this up in the pregame because we've been so successful in the past uh, that the Saints had defended 18 passes in seven games, uh, which was basically uh, the fourth fewest in the NFL, where all of a sudden, uh, and, you know, 
and you look at past history, we finished each of the last two seasons ranked in the top ten. Well, all of a sudden yesterday we got a season high eight passes defended, whether it was Alante Taylor, uh, you know, Tyron Matthew, even on Yamada, like I said, Debo, Pete Werner. That, uh, that's what we've done in the past. We've had those kind of games where you've had six, seven, eight passes defended and, and not the, the, the minuscule number that we had the previous seven games as far as, okay, we want to get turnovers, we want to get interceptions, but you still got to ha- get those passes defended. Well, yeah, I think, again, I go back to the fact that, you know, we were able to keep them from being able to run the ball, um, and they were ineffective being able to run the ball. We kind of got out to a lead on them. Um, I thought we did a much better job of challenging at the line of scrimmage, which then allowed our pass rush to affect the quarterback a little bit more, which made him hurry some throws and maybe throw some uh, some some passes that, that maybe weren't uh, – you know, you, you'd go back, and if you're the quarterback your coach, you'd be saying, ah, I wouldn't have thrown it there. But yet the pressure, um, I thought, affected him and made him throw the ball to some spots where he wouldn't wouldn't normally do that. And so um, I think, you know, stopping the run, but really the greatest um, evidence of team defense is pass defense because you have to be able to get a rush and you have to be able to uh, steal a step on the line of scrimmage and disrupt timing of routes. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, I don't know. I guess uh, you are the head coach, or it is, it is in your wheelhouse. Uh, uh, do you talk to Will Lutz? Like, come on, dude. Uh, we need those points. Boy, that would have been a big momentum uh, going into the halftime. Instead of 17-0, we up, uh, you know, 20-17. to We all watched the end of the game. Everybody could be in first place. Look at Carolina. All of a sudden, you got a long extra point, but then you got a shorter field goal attempt in and, and, and overtime, and it doesn't come through. And then the Atlanta kicker comes through. I, I think, uh, like, and I, I, Will Lutz was outstanding in training camp. I want to say he's like 29 to 30. He didn't miss. But he's now missed fifth and 17 tries and a couple of kicks in, inside the 40-yard line where he's at 70 and a half percentage this season, uh, ranked near the bottom of the league. And he entered uh, what, uh, the game with an 85 and a half career conversion percentage. That's a big difference, career 85 and a half versus 70 and a half. So uh, is Will Lutz just a little bit of a funk, or what's up with that? Well, yeah, look, Bobby, you're exactly right. I mean, look, well, I thought we managed that two-minute situation, um, you know, exactly right, and we got to be able to knock that field goal through. And I have confidence that Will Lutz is, you know, when this thing's all said and done, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be able to rely on him for some critical kicks to win games and put us in good position. And um, he, he's fully aware of – you know, what he has to do and what his job is. And, and, and look, his job is to kick the ball through the uprights. And so uh, he knows that. Nobody feels worse about that than he does. And um, I know he's going to be hard at work this week trying to get that fixed. Coach, on first down, uh, not making first downs, but on actual first downs in the first half, I, I did it in the second half as well, but as you would expect, it was, you know, a lot of passing and, and I mean, a lot of running and, and very few passes. But on first down in the first half, you had nine passes and six runs, and passing you averaged 8.3 yards, running the six times you averaged 5.3. I mean, that is, that's got to be the ultimate of balance and success uh, to have that kind of average on first down, which then makes obviously second and you don't even have a third down uh, that much easier. Yeah. Well, we went into the game saying we had to have some first and second down efficiency and, and, and really to be able to do that, you know, both the running game and the passing game have to work together because, you know, if you're not able to run the ball at all, um, it really makes it a lot more difficult to, 
to throw the ball and, and really vice versa. You know, if you, if you can't complete a pass, um, then it, they get a chance to load the box and make it a lot more difficult to, to run the football. And I thought offensively, the way that we were able to run the ball, um, we utilized Taysom in the running game, which I thought was outstanding. Um, and then really the efficiency in the passing game and that, you know, I think Andy was like 22 of 30 overall in the game. A couple of those incompletions came, you know, at the end of the first half, two minute, when we're really just, you know, it's either there or throw it out of bounds. Um, you know, and then and then the one incompletion there at the very end of the game. So I thought overall offensively, um, you know, Andy did a really, really nice job of operating the offense and uh, being efficient, being able to move the ball. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, boy, how can you not be a fan? I'm a, I'm a fan uh, of a number of uh, tough players who just bring it and pack a lunch uh, game in and game out. But Pete Werner. I'm looking at, you know, I, I look at like total tackles and, you know, you want to be around the football. You want to swarm the football. So if you haven't missed, you, and that's one thing I want to say congratulations because y'all did not miss tackles compared to previous games. But Pete Werner, it, to me, has been unbelievable this season, his individual tackles. He had seven, he had 11 combined tackles. Now he should have had that interception. You know, Tyron was able to get it. He had a pass defended. Boy, but uh, I didn't see this coming. Maybe you did, and y'all scouted him, you know, considering where he was drafted. But, you know, out of sight, out of mind, when you're not there in training camp, I don't know, hip flexor, groin, whatever it might be. But Pete Werner has come to play this whole season so far in, in 2021. At 20, uh, yeah, what we are, 22, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Bobby, well, we've been in 2022 for a little while here. But, um, <laughs> listen, he, he's a guy that we felt like, you know, he's a converted safety out of high school, went to went to Ohio State. They converted him, uh, ended up playing linebacker. Um, he's a guy that, that really, you know, when you look at the linebacker position and what you need in today's football is you need athletic linebackers that can run and hit. Um, and that's exactly what he can do. I think he's, he's, he's highly intelligent. Uh, he works extremely hard. Uh, he's got good instincts for the ball. Uh, and, he, and he plays the way that we, you know, preach playing football around here. That's that's tough, violent, competitive football, and, and that's what he does. And, and uh, I think we saw that pretty early on last year when, you know, after we drafted him, we felt like, you know, this was a guy that we thought would develop into a pretty good player, and he's, he's taken, you know, the next step this season. Got to step aside and take a break. Monday Night Football is next for the Saints against the Baltimore Ravens. But you're listening to the Saints Coaches Show here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Hebert, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. The Ravens come into town next Monday night. They beat Tampa last Thursday night. So they get a, a little mini-buy plus a Monday nighter as well. But I want to bring it back. Uh, Alvin Kamara said, during the post-game press conference and was asked about, of course, swagger. And he's like, man, in any, any one game, it don't mean blank. It's about consistency. And, you know, I, I'm assuming that is a sentiment that you echo as well. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, I think there's been times this year where we've played uh, good football, um, but we haven't been consistent enough in doing that. And so um, that's what the, the really good teams are able to do. They can put some um, – some back-to-back weeks together where, where all sides of the ball are playing good football and find ways to win games. And so that's what we're looking to do here. I think we're fully capable of doing that. And, and now we got to go out and, and prove it on a week-in, week-out basis. 
Now, uh, Coach Allen, what do you see uh, uh, on film uh, when, when you're looking at the Ravens? And obviously, you look at their 5-3 and three right now and it's primetime Monday Night Football. You know, you, you've been a big part uh, of primetime football with the Saints. And I want to brag on this, and, uh, and, and, and you're a part of that, is that uh, we made for primetime since 2006. Uh, do you know we have a 62% winning percentage? The Seahawks were number one at 68. Patriots at 65. We're ahead of the Steelers. They were 61. The Packers, 60. So the bottom line is we made for primetime. The freaks come out at night. We'll be ready to roll. But the point being, what do you see in this Ravens team? It is, is it the traditional Ravens-type team? And what is maybe different? I know Lamar, their quarterback, he's getting to run all around. But they're 5-3 and three right now. But, but how, when you look at them on film, where exactly uh, are they at and the expectations? Because uh, I said, hey, it doesn't matter. We've got an outstanding game against uh, the Raiders, but it ain't going to get any easier come Monday night in the Dome. Yeah, look, I think they're, I think they're an extremely talented team. I think they're very well coached. Um, you know, now, look, they've, they've, uh, they've had some tough losses where they've, they've – you know, blown some some big leads and 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 lost some games, but um, they're they're really the same kind of team that 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 uh, you've seen over the years. Is that they they play the game the right way. They're really tough. They they don't really beat themselves. They don't turn the ball over very often. They're not highly penalized. Um, I, I think they're just a, a really disciplined uh, football team. And so uh, what they do is is not like not unlike most good teams is is they they really keep the pressure on you and make you have to beat them uh and they don't really beat themselves you know uh coach allen i'm looking at this uh, obviously uh the trade deadline and then all of a sudden i, I know we were talking about him in august about maybe coming to the saints you know we do these fantasy uh, trades and all that but roquan smith i know uh i think you would acknowledge this that roquan smith could probably start for every nfl team I think he is that good. You know, Christian McCaffrey leaves uh, the Panthers, and then he goes to the 49ers. You got Roquan Smith now leaving the Bears and going to the Ravens. Do you, how much do you think he'll be able to play? I mean, I'm sure they could figure out and put him in situations where he will be on the field come Monday night. Yeah, I would expect to see him out there on on, on Monday night. Um, you know, how how much, what packages – um, you know, it just kind of remains to be seen, you know, how quickly to, does he assimilate into the defense and what they're, what they're trying to do. But, um, man, he's a, he's a heck of a football player. Um, again, you know, just like we were talking about earlier, you know, he's a guy that, that, that's really athletic. He's a run and hit linebacker. And I think that's, you know, really what makes, you know, good linebacker in our league. And so, um, and so that, that, uh, um, uh, you know, he's just a really good player. Coach, you were you were asked today, this will be our final question, um, about Lamar Jackson. You said, you know, it's the same kind of question that you get about Taysom Hill and the and the, the challenge for defenses to stop it. And you said, well, you know, you're putting somebody in a two-gap conflict. Can, can you go a little deeper into that? Well, yeah. I mean, look, I, the, you know, generally against a traditional quarterback – you as a defense get to play 11 on 10. Um, they have, you know, basically 10 offensive players that, you know, can can get out in the formation or whatever. And 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 the quarterback generally, 
you know, stands back there and either hands the ball off or he throws the ball to somebody else. Uh, he's a he's a distributor. Uh, now all of a sudden, when you have the the quarterback that can run, uh, it really makes you now play eleven on eleven defense. And and so, you know, if just say you're the edge of the defense and and they're going to run an inside running play and and you've got cutback responsibility, uh, but yet, well, I've got cutback, but I also have this quarterback if he happens to keep the ball and get out there on the edge and and. Um, you know, a lot of times, especially when you're talking about a guy like Lamar Jackson or Taysom Hill in our in our situation, uh, the, it's an athletic mismatch between, um, you know, the the quarterback and and whoever's on the edge of the defense, and so that's where, you know, you kind of get a you know, a two gap challenge, um, you know, where one guy's got to be responsible for both the cutback and the quarterback. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate uh, your time tonight. Great win, 24 nothing. A little bit of a longer week. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week after the Ravens game. Thanks, Coach. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back, we will have Saints co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen, Bobby Hebert, and I will talk with him after the break. And then Mike Dettelier a little later at the Silver Slipper. Keep with us here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. We're joined now by co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen. Coach, welcome to the show. And, man, timing is everything. Uh, the schedule's kind of made uh, earlier in advance, but you get the uh, post-Raider game. Devontae Adams, one reception, three yards. Josh Jacobs had 43 yards. And, and 
the Raiders do not cross midfield until the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter. I don't, I don't know how you drew it up or if it was close to that, but that's that's got to be pretty close to how you drew it up. Good, heck, heck of a win for that defense. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great night to be on. Uh, couldn't ask for any better one. So, yeah, the guys played well. Um, <clears throat> I thought our covered intensity was there, body on body. They, they challenged the deep ball. The quick passing game really wasn't there for them. All the play action stuff, they shut down. I thought our linebackers fit the run really well. They played fast, uh, DeMario and Pete. <clears throat> and then up front, you know, our guys played tough and physical. And, uh, you know, with the, the extra time and the coverage, we got after the passer pretty good this game. So, overall, well defensive uh, all-around performance. Yeah, um, you know, Coach Dielsen, uh, you know, when you look at games and you break it down, individual players, usually for sure you have one guy that contributed a high level, Maybe, uh, you know, two and three, but I'm looking at this like like Peyton Turner. All of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere, two sacks, two quarterback hurries, two tackles for a loss. Then you got David Onyemata. Uh, he's been in the witness protection program. He steps up. He had a sack, quarterback hurry, tackle for a loss, even a pass defended. Then you look at Davenport, what he did on that jet sweep with, uh, with Adams, with Devontae Adams, and then he had two tackles for a loss. I'm looking at Catavius Street and Cam Jarn. Uh, they're both contributing that have a sack. Then you got uh, a quarterback hurry or, or two from Cam and then a tackle for a loss. Usually I don't see that many quarterback hurries to tackle for a loss or sacks. I say we got to get three sacks a game because we've done that in the past, average that, mm-hmm. and then we're amongst the best, top five in the NFL. And uh, so uh, this was a pretty prolific game considering where we've been so far. And, and, and I know you would acknowledge this, that uh, up to this point, but now only thing, we're 1-0, go forward. But we've underachieved, but we did not, to say the least, underachieve this Raiders game. Now we've got to go do it against the Ravens. Yeah, you, you made a lot of good points there. I think uh, first, you know, with all the, the sacks and the pressures that we have, you know, without great coverage in the back end, um, I, I thought those guys played excellent. The the back seven in our defense, they really did. And it, it you know, Carr held the ball a counter too long, um, and our guys took advantage of that up front. We did have a few clean wins. Um, you know, Peyton had a nice rush, a couple of nice rushes in the fourth quarter. Um, but really, Chris and Chris Richard got those guys playing. Mike Mike Hodges, you know, the linebackers. And um, I think it's just a, an overall – when you see a performance like this, it's not just one position. It's all the positions together. And I thought the, the guys played really well together this last game. You know, uh, you know, Coach Nielsen, when I look at this, obviously he was out of sight, out of mind because of training camp. Uh, you look at a Werner, and, boy, he's just been a tackling machine. And I'm looking at also he was dealing with an injury. Uh, Alante Taylor, through uh, three games he's played this season, 90 coverage snaps. 16 targets, only five receptions allowed, 51 yards total, four passes defended. He has some swag. It looked like it doesn't look like he look like no damn rook out there. He's talking smack and he's backing it up. Uh, boy, I think we got a player in Alante Taylor. I think so too, Bobby. I, I really do. Um, he's got the right mindset. Um, he's got the right demeanor. You know, he's a smart, aggressive, and tough player, and that's a good combination. Uh, he's not afraid to cover anybody. Um, he's shown it the last couple of weeks. Um, we just got to keep it going. The consistency, you know, it's a long season in the National Football League. And, 
you know, one game to the next. And all we're going to ask him to do is just be a little bit better next week than he was this last week. So, um, but I do agree with you. He's, he's, He's put on a couple good games, strung together a couple good games in a row now, and, and uh, we just got to keep that going. Coach Allen had said that Tyron Matthew probably had his best game tackling. Of course, ball finally bounces up the Saints' way. He gets his second pick, and really his third would have been a pick six if he'd gotten, you know, if he'd been able to keep hold of it. But three solo tackles, quarterback hit, and two passes defense. I mean, he, he he was he was a big factor in, in that secondary that you've already talked about. Yeah, he was all over the place, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Tyron did a really good job of space tackling this game. Um, he was in the right place. You know, he gathered his feet. He, he was square. You know, he wrapped and uh, ran his feet on contact um, on the interception. Did a really good job changing direction when that ball was in the air and coming back to get that pick. The play, you know, it, it would have been a really uh, good football play. You know, he, he could have had the other one in the – fourth quarter but you know sometimes you know he breaks it up and and you know causes an incompletion so he played a really complete uh football game it's really good to see um him play that type of game that's the type of player he's been over his career and you know we just got to continue to get that out of him <clears throat> now uh you know uh, coach nielsen when you look at where the raiders were at it wasn't like you know we're playing a team maybe that was struggling offensively uh, they came in the game with the NFL's number three scoring offense. And then you look at what Jacobs, their rushing attack. I mean, he was averaging over 100 yards. So you think, uh, if you average over 100 yards and you put string that together, you know, that's why I look at a 1,000-yard rusher. What does that mean? Uh, no, a uh, 1,000 yards, you, like 1,700 yards. Uh, the boy, that's impressive because you're averaging 100 yards a game. And uh, can you take the punishment and all that? So I, I thought we were outstanding. What did you tell him? And like in the meetings, well, we had to pack a lunch uh, because, hey, listen, uh, the, if they've been highly successful running the ball like for over 140 yards the last three games, well, yeah, they're going to continue to do that. And I, I thought, to me, that set the tone, especially the first series when we forced them three and out. Yeah, you know, this is the type of run defense that we've played here over the last five years, you know, and they kind of got away from us at the beginning of the season, but we're certainly capable of having a uh, um, playing like this from week to week you know we've shown that we can do that so we got to again just continue this um, you know the fundamentals and technique and the, the but the bigger thing is the mindset of how we approach the game and you know we played a really good run team and and we're going to play another one next week you know and so we have to take that same approach and I'll tell you you know I thought Dennis did a really nice job he was he was one step ahead you know making the calls and and you know he was he was ahead. He had the guys in the right calls and, and uh, at the right time. And so I thought he did a really good job calling the game to uh, this game. And Bobby mentioned uh, him earlier, but I wanted to ask you about him. That's Peyton Turner. I mean, he's been inactive, I think, four games. I think this was just his third game. But two sacks, two yeah. tackles, four loss, two quarterback hits. I mean, looked like he was just been in a cage ready, ready to unleash. And, and, and that he did. So it was great to see him back. You know, it really was. Um you know, he's still a young player. You know, last year I, he was hurt um, after four or five games, you know. So he is. this is his second season. He has yet to even play a, a full 17 games uh, in the National Football League. And so being a young player, sometimes it just takes guys a little bit longer to get going, you know. And so certainly um, we all knew that he had the capability of doing this. It's just getting them to, 
you know, see that. And, and you know, this, the jump from college to the NFL is a big jump, particularly at the defensive line. You know, and so I think now he's kind of figured it out. And uh, that's what you saw. I, th- I, I do think he played a really good game. He's fundamentally sound. He played hard. He played tough. Um, so I think, you know, that's what you saw watching the game. The guy, and he was free, man. He was running. He was playing fast. Uh, it was really good to see. Now, uh, Coach Nielsen, uh, what is the process as far as just talk about, uh, you know, when you're developing players like on the practice squad? You know, remember we were talking to him like Jordan Jackson. I remember the rookie from Air Force. And uh, what is like the practice squad uh, D-line's routine uh, like during the week? And, and obviously they're not dressed out for the game, uh, but their contribution may be uh, to prepare uh, the team for a game and what goes on uh, throughout the week and meetings and all that, what they have to participate in. Yeah, so look, we try to keep them on the same schedule that the active players are on because you never know when you're going to need one of those guys to be called up. So we always want them to to prepare like they're playing the game. And so they're going to do the same uh, practice that the other guys are going to go through um, maybe they won't get as many reps, but you know what? They're, they're on the look team, giving the offense the reps. And so what we're coaching them is use your same fundamentals and technique that we're, we're coaching you. And, and that's when you work on that to prepare yourself um, to play when your time is called. So I think it's just, you know, it's, it's the process of, you know, day, you know, Wednesday to Thursday to Friday, and then just continue to prepare. And then now you get in that routine. So, hey, you're up. They're ready to go. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. I know it's Monday night and Halloween. Don't know what the schedule is over there at camp. But, uh, again, timing is everything. And you picked a, a great night to come on and a great win for this team. And keep it going against the Ravens next week. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Take care. Thanks, Coach Nielsen. Coach Nielsen, the co-defensive coordinator. Bobby, we'll say goodnight, my friend. You were awesome as always. All right, Hoss. And we'll come back with Mike Dettelier, talk about the NFC South Monday Night Football. We're back after a break. You're listening to the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss here in studio. We go back out to the Silver Slipper where Mike Dettelier is and Mike, we're going to talk about Monday Night Football, Cincinnati and Cleveland and the NFC South. But I, I want to ask you because I didn't, I didn't think Coach Allen would, would want to answer it, nor even, even Ryan. But have you ever witnessed a game in, the, in your recent memory ever, ever where you watched a team that did not cross midfield until the two-minute warning? I, I just can't, I, It was just unbelievable. Pro game, no. I've seen it in college, but I've never, I can't remember in recent memory to see it in the pros. Just because, Mike, I think the rules are set up for you to move the football, you know. And yesterday, man, they looked like they were running in cement that had hardened. Yeah, <laughs> it we- wasn't wet ones. It, it was a hard cement they were running in. So, man, uh, other than that final drive, they did squat nothing. If you'd have told me before the game, Devontae Adams, one catch, Hunter Renfro, one catch, and that Josh would get, what, 40 yards rushing? I 38. Mean, no, 43. Uh, I'm sorry, 43. The team yeah, had 38, uh, right. But good gracious. I mean, uh, th- that was as bad as you could get. Uh, uh, and the Saints really slammed the door on them, and a lot of it. Uh, so impressed with the coverage part of the game with Adebo and Alante. Um, <laughs> they did a great job out on, on the wings. And then 
not having Jacob set the tone of being the guy that could run the football, that's what he had done for the past three weeks. He had been the straw that turns the drink for them. Right. And they didn't get squat. But if it's third and nine, you can't run the football, you, you might be crazy, but you ain't that crazy. <laughs> that's right. Well, I thought I, I asked Coach this earlier. There were a couple of third and shorts, third and one. That was the Devontae Adams, yeah. uh, you know, Davenport tackle. And the next one was a third and two, and that was a, an interception by Tyron Matthews. So, to me, if, if they struggled early in third and short, and that opened the door. That, and the rest of them were third and eight, third and nine, yeah. and, and a whole lot more. And, but the it, weird it, part was they held the ball. I've never yeah. seen a team have – Three drives of ten plays or more, with like four and three and four five minutes o'clock, and not cross midfield. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> man, listen, uh, you think it's bad, man? You ought to do talk show radio in Las Vegas. I mean, yeah. man, it, it was rough this morning to do a couple of them there to talk about. Man, they say you know say one good thing about the Raiders, and my thing is the the, the game ended. Right. You know, that was about the best thing you could say about him. The punter was awesome. I will give, I will give him that. Cole, he was really good. Well, Daniel but Carlson it, had made 39 straight. He had one kickoff. He came yeah. in as the hottest kicker in the NFL. Didn't even get a, get a chance. All right, Monday Night and, Football, I'm sorry. Uh, Cincinnati 4-3 and three at Cleveland. Cincy, no Jamar Chase, so it's not who you play. It's, a, it's when you play him, but uh, – since he's just got too much offense, even still without Jamar, don't they? Yeah, man, you got Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, and then uh, Hurst has really developed. And we we had Joe's uh, dad on, and I asked him about uh, Hurst, and he was like, "Man, Joe really likes him, and he trusts him that he'll catch the football, and, you know, in traffic." And you you also got that guy Mixon; he's pretty good too. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Browns—they just—I think we're trying to hold on try to get as close to 500 as they could until Watson could come back. But, again, man, they've had some strange ways to lose games, really, really strange ways uh, to end up losing them. But, you know, uh, Joe is Joe. He's going to find a spot, and he's going to go after you. And Cleveland's got talent, though, Mike. That, that's yeah. the strange thing that, that I understand the quarterback situation. You're playing with Jacoby. But they got talent all across the board, and they've been disappointing. Uh, if, if they were a city in New York or Los Angeles, uh, they would be talked about really in the same manner that the Rams are today. Wow. As, as being a disappointing team. And they just they got nothing going for them. Last question and a quick one. But we got a taste yesterday of what it's like to be a Carolina Panthers fan, right? Excruciating. And I ain't never pulling for the Panthers again. I'm going to be honest with you. Come on, dude. Uh, it, it was an unbelievable play, Mike, by DJ. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I, I get it. You know, you get caught up in a moment. He spins the helmet off after, you know, he goes out of bounds in the end zone. And then you get a kicker that screwed Man. the pooch not only once, once but twice. twice. Man. Man, and I I'm was with like, you. I'm never, never rooting for the Panthers again. That's it for That's me. That's it. All right, my friend. Mike Dettelier, Silver Slipper. Thanks as always. Thanks to head coach Dennis Allen and co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen and Bobby Bear. Saints and the Ravens, Monday Night Football next week. Thanks for listening, everyone, to the Saints Coaches Show here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. My thanks, of course, to Charlie Long in the booth helping me out tonight. Thanks for listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.